Hello and welcome to Dice Try, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast inspired by whimsical works of old such as Wizard of Oz and Phantom Tollbooth. My name is Daniel Schaub and I am your dungeon master and host. Previously on Dice Try, our group of adventurers had set out from Stimley's Tower in order to seek out the Lord Magician. They headed north by northwest and ended up in the town of Bowie. Hello and welcome back for episode three of Dice Try. I'm your host and DM, Daniel Schaub. I'm here with my players, Paul, Krista, Earl, and our audio engineer, GTM, which of course stands for Go to Memphis. <laughs> I've never been to Memphis, so actually, <laughs> Memphis should be fun. I think we've had a couple episodes where we got to chat with you guys. Instead, we're just going to jump right back in with you guys. Going back into the fantasy world, as you're walking away from the town of Bowie. See you, Bowie! Goodbye. And that little fox trailing along behind you, that you don't know where it came from, but it's just a poor little fox with a tail that's been half bitten off. and Probably bit it off himself. And you are heading east, looking for, well, as the clue says... The second Indiana Jones movie, minus a few words. Okay, what are we gonna find? Yeah, what what, what is what who is, is this? Who is Indiana, Indiana Jones? Jones? It'll take too long to explain, but I'll tell you what it means. Okay, that's perfect. I think we're going to a temple of doom. Oh, oh. you guys seem pretty doom okay temple. with this. Well, you know, there's temples to everything. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, doom's got to have a temple too, I yeah. guess. It, doesn't there's one for bother. death, there's yeah. one for doom, there's one for life, there's one for gardening. There's one I for love beer. the one for gardening. Is it just a name? I mean, is it going to indicate anything inside? Uh, I guess you're, you're the one with all the answers. So. I got nothing, man. All right, well, uh, <laughs> Easterly? Easter. Where we're going? Yeah. Um, hey, that, uh, your, your friend. Yeah, do you think we should uh, name him? Uh, does he have a name? Hey, hey, Fox! The fox, like, sits up. You have a name? And he lowers his head, looking at the ground, <laughs> almost in shame. He doesn't have a name. He doesn't have a name. name you? Uh, are you going to be following us this whole time? Is that the the whole He, like, stands up and his things? tail wags a little bit. Oh. Yeah, can we keep tails. him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, but you got to give him a name. I don't know. Okay. Let's I'm not see. good at naming things. You, someone, someone pick a name. Hmm. Mark Mark. Mark Mark. What do you want to call him? Uh, you know, I I don't know. I don't really trust him. Well, I mean, then maybe you're the you're the perfect person to pick the name then. Ken. Ken. The fox like looks up in the air for a second and then slowly nods at Ken. <laughs> Ken. Ken. Ken the fox. Ken, Ken Fox? Fox? Ken Fox. Fox. <laughs> His name is Ken, Ken Fox. Ken Fox. <laughs> I'm gonna follow you around sheepishly. Fox sheepishly? Then be foxy. Hey, Ken! <laughs> so you walk along for a couple of days. <laughs> you walk along for a couple of days. You have to camp out overnight once again. Despite how much it upsets Doug. But you start to get used to it after a little while. The... Evenings are pleasantly cool, not too hot, not too cold, just right. After a couple of days, you 
end up in an area where there's a lot of these big rolling hills with massive oak trees growing out the top of the hills, and it just creates this these hills and valleys cast in long shadows. I gotta say, guys, this place is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, these trees just the most magnificent thing you've ever seen. It's just like the beauty of nature. And the long grass is slowly wafting in the breeze. Wow. Scenic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, there's doom nearby? A temple? A temple of doom? A doom, doom, doomed Would temple? Would you be familiar with any temples that are around here? You are not. Um, you could make a survival check okay. to see if you could find something. Or is there an Indiana? Has anyone seen an Indiana? No. I got neat. You're trying to look around for tracks, something that might lead you to where you need to go, but you can't find anything in the dirt. Any Joneses? That's the other one? Because we're missing some words, so it's Indiana Temple Doom, or Jones of And. I don't feel like it would be that. (laughs) Jones of And? Jones of And! Anyone seen some Jones and of? I think it's and of, right? It would be and of. Indiana and of? So Indiana and Temple. <laughs> well, Cuddle is just yelling <laughs> into the air. <laughs> temple of Jones. You see Ken the fox start to sniff the ground, and he starts moving off through the grass. Where are you going, Ken? And he like stops to look over his shoulder and like bobs his head as if he's motioning you to follow him. Oh, I say we follow him. All right, Ken's got the trail. Guys, we don't know this fox very well. Well, you don't know us very well, do you? True. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> got you there. Fine. We'll follow the fox. Ken, Yay. fox, whatever. His name is His Ken. Name is you Ken. named him. I know. He belongs you to you You put me now. on the spot. You've given it's him a, a fine name. name. He means something to you now. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> For the people at home, Earl is pointing to a tattoo of a fox that's on his shoulder. I've never seen that before. That's great. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Moving on. Let's follow Ken. <laughs> so you follow Ken and he leads you through the grass that becomes a little bit taller and you actually have to like part it. In order to be able to see, I can't see. I mean, we can't. Uh, we're just gonna jump up onto onto yeah. uh, Doug's shoulders. We're like, I can't see anything. <laughs> Climb on top of him, standing on his shoulders. Okay. Okay, we can kind of see just better. Warm me next time you do that. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Ken leads you through the long grass, and the grass parts a little bit, and you're standing at the base of one of these hills with this large oak tree at the top. And carved into the side of the hill is this unassuming little doorway, like a hobbit hole. Oh. I'm assuming it's that way. I think that door is the door. Can I fit in there? Mm. It's it's big enough for you to go through. Yeah. It's human okay. size. All right. Uh, you wanna, Bond? Do you wanna just check? Do you know? Do you know what kind of tree this is? Do you know? Uh, do you know what? Uh, where this? Is this door maybe a? I mean. I'm looking at Ken right now. He seems pretty excited. Ken's like scratching at the door. <laughs> Ken, you, you, that way, that's the way to where we need to go? You sure? Um, I would assume so. This is a, you said it's like a oak tree. <coughs> yeah, it's an oak tree. This is a uh, 
oak tree, and you know, the bases of them get pretty large, but someone could easily hollow out an inside to create some sort of entranceway for for a secret passage underground or into the rock. Alright, well, does it open? Well, let's see. Turn the knob and it opens. And there we go. Let's go, guys. Guys, I, I just... This place is called Temple of Doom. Are we sure we want to go in here? Uh, I mean, well, this is where you're supposed to go, not, right? Sometimes when you're an adventurer, you got to do stuff you don't want to do. I got a bad feeling about this. I look in. Is it? Does it go down or does it go out? So it, it goes dark? straight out, and what you see is like what looks like a simple den with a fireplace against one wall. And a rack of books uh, against oh, the far cool. wall. Is it cozy? It looks. Is, uh, is Ken, it is this your house? You also see, <laughs> also see a small chest that has clothes hanging halfway out of the top, and a plush velvet chair sits in the middle of the room beside the fireplace. Oh. Sweet, get used to this. Sweet digs, Ken. <laughs> and a fox eyebrow with cocks. Not your house. Not your. Not den. your place. Not your den, Ken. Oh. Ken shakes his head. <laughs> no. Oh. We thought you were just having us over for tea. Anyways, um, I guess after you, big man. Okay. Um, Is anyone here? Hello? Knock, knock, knock. Puffy. There doesn't appear to be anyone here, and there doesn't appear to be another door out of this room. Oh, well, maybe someone should stay at the doorway and make sure it doesn't close, because I have a weird feeling if we're all in there and then it closes, we might be trapped inside the... Forever. I feel like you've I mean, been in this situation before. It also before. looks like entering into someone's house. Should we wait yeah, respectfully we, yeah, outside? Are, are we breaking in? Does this make us the bad guys? Uh, oh, whatever. I'm going to go sit in the chair. It does look comfy. Yeah. It does look really comfy. I'll well, stand you go, you go, You go let your let your cheeks pancake out and you tell me how it is. Uh, yeah? Report back? Well, we can yell through this door, really right? weird. Yeah. <laughs> so you walk across the room and you sit down in that plush velvet chair Ooh. and it is so comfy. You just oh. feel yourself sinking into a cloud. I want to stay here Gee. forever. While you're sitting there, can you make a perception check, which is a, a d20 plus your wisdom modifier? Yep. That's the guy. 13. Plus. Plus. One. One. So 14. 14. So as you're sitting there, enjoying yourself, you're looking around the room, just kind of taking it all in. As your head turns, you're looking at the shelf of books, and you actually recognize some of the names of those books on the shelf. You see Year of the Flood by Margaret Atwood, <laughs> Dune by Frank Herbert, oh. Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury, Slaughterhouse-Five by Kurt Vonnegut, and The Road by Cormac McCarthy. I get up and I walk over to the bookcase. What the fuck? What is going on? Is everything okay in there? What's going on? There's books here from where I come from. These books were written by people that I'm from. Me. Oh, well, we're in the right place it seems then. Your parents wrote books? Not my... No. What? No. The world I come from. Oh, got it. So... What? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you... <laughs> bear. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I was looking at him with my big, sad, teddy bear eyes. Cuddles. Cuddles, I'm His sorry. It's Puddle. Puddles. <laughs> 
Singular. I'm sorry. I'm very, I'm, under, I'm under a lot of stress. Okay. I. Who lives here? Can we figure that out, please? Is there a pic- well, are there pictures like? Ken. <laughs> we all look at Ken. Who lives here, Ken? Ken just shrugs. <laughs> and he starts sniffing around the room. Okay. Well, Ken doesn't know, but uh, I mean, we can wait here must. until. Uh, do you want to check the books? Do you you know how sometimes they have like the inside cover? They'll have the this book belongs to you know like you want to check. Great idea. Okay. I pull the books out. Uh, which book do you? Uh, Dune. Okay. <laughs> so you, oh boy, you pull on the book marked Dune. And you hear a click. Ah! Oh no. And from the ceiling, a bunch of sand begins to pour out and swirl around the room. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Temple oh, Doom! Oh, no. Temple of Doom! Ah! Put it back in, put it back in, put it back! I'm trying! <laughs> um. And as this sand is whirling around the room, you actually find it difficult to both see and breathe. Oh no. Um, so I need all of you to make constitution. Wait, but saves. I left the door open. <laughs> <laughs> if you're standing in the room, it's getting Yeah, no, I, I, I know. Now, so, if you could roll a d20 and add your constitution oh, modifier. Me too. At, least I, at least I add four, so oh. it's 11. Um, That's not good. <laughs> no. But so, I got an 18, so. So, you said you got 11? 11. So, yes, both Doug and Puddle begin to cough. Not taking any damage yet, but if you don't rectify the situation quickly, it might get bad. Did you put the book back? Can you try to put the book back, but it won't go back on the shelf. Can I grab? Uh, can I grab one of the books that are that are there? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna grab the road. So you pull on the road, click, and the sand stops and slowly drifts to the floor. And then the wall in front of you begins to rumble, and the bookshelf moves out of the way, and you see a dark hallway in front of you. Oh, dear. He figured it out. Well, I don't know for sure, but it seems as though the books are tied to the room somehow and do things. The road seemed like the least dangerous one. What's this one do? Don't stop it. <laughs> no. What's this book Smack. about? Have you read this book? Uh, it's about a, a, a. It's about this guy named Viggo Mortensen who uh, has a kid and he travels in a world where everyone's already mostly dead in the world. So it's kind of depressing. Oh. I thought it was just going to mean like a, a road. Well, well, it's less dangerous than the other ones, I think. Yeah, it's not fire. Uh, so I guess we should start. Uh, let's get out of here. Get on down yeah, let's road. get out of here. Is there anything in this room, like as far before we leave, like potions, tobacco? There was food. a chest of clothing. Chest? Can I go? Anything in that chest? Um, you Can find some very fancy clothing that looks like a something a wizard might wear. <gasps> or Is a there magician. a wizard hat? There's no magician's hat, but there is one of those um, kind of wide rim like musketeer hats with a giant feather sticking. I take that one. It is enormous. It, there's no way it would fit you. Are any of these clothing? <laughs> do any of them have any like labels, like on the collar, maybe oh like a, someone's name written in, like in case they had siblings and one didn't get one to get the clothes confused? No. 
There's like a the back tags. There's like a Taylor's label. No, like, it was the Taylor's label. Made them. <laughs> um, Wizard Taylor's. <laughs> you gotta make me come up with a Taylor name. No, I would not. It's called like Feynman Brothers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna make me do this thing? Oh, I've already prepared for it. <laughs> and there's no pictures or anything, or anything else that would give us clues as to who lives in there. It's probably all covered in sand now, right? No. Uh, yeah, there was no pictures on the wall either. Okay. okay. Cool. Even when you first looked at the road. All right. Well, I guess this road is the road. Let's go down this road. It's not even like a cool. Is there like a cool cloak? Or cape or uh, anything dashing. There's like, um, there's stuff like that, yeah. Uh, they're all kind of wizardy. Mart, Mart, yeah. Grab something out of that out of that chest. Something that looks cool. You right. gotta, you know, you gotta start playing the part. I guess so. You're here now. I'm here. You gotta blend in. I reach in and pull out something shiny. What's this? Um, it looks like a pocket watch. But when you open it, it is not the face of a clock. Why is there a picture of my mom in here? Well, uh, don't know what to tell you, but it seems like it's important. Take it. Let's go. Except when you guys look at it, you don't it's see a different picture. Thing. You don't see a picture of his mom. Do we see any picture, or is it just blank? Uh, it is blank to you. Uh, you <laughs> don't have a mother? Is this some sort of joke? No, there's... You don't see her? Mm, there's nothing there. No. There's nothing there for us. It's probably some sort of magic that's just for you. That's nice. Oh, because cool. maybe because I'm touching it. Maybe. Right. Anyways. Cool. We just well, plundered. Good job. Yeah. That's your first adventure plunder. That was cool. That's, uh, I kind of like stealing things. No. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> technically, we're not plundering. We're, it's more. It's more claiming your uh, riches. It's. Uh, it's. It's. Uh, yeah. Let's not use legal terms. Yeah. I, uh, cuddles. We're. We're kind of bound to not do bad. So yeah. Anyways, we were almost killed. You had. You know. You needed. We. We. We just. We. We took advantage of the resources mm-hmm. laid mm-hmm. at our feet. Uh, literally. Yeah. yeah. Wink. <laughs> now, uh, let's go down Not that road. Not stealing at yeah. all. We should proceed with caution, so let's ease on oh, down Oh, yeah, let's road. ease on down this road. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. So you move down this short little hallway, and you can see that there's a room on the far side with a little bit of light coming down from the ceiling. And the room that you enter into is... About 30 feet deep, about 25 feet wide, and it has a dome ceiling like an observatory, but the opening at the apex of the dome is uh, actually staring up into the roots of the tree Mm -hmm. at the top of the hill, and there's just a little bit of light coming in through the roots, and that shaft of light is piercing down into the space below. And on the floor where the light is falling, the stone kind of falls back, and you see well-groomed grass along the floor. Ooh. And in this circle of grass, there are several pedestals with stone busts upon them. And to most of you, the st- statues don't mean anything, but Doug, you actually recognize some of them. All of them appear to be from cartoons. One of them looks to like George Jetson. <laughs> the other looks like Fred Flintstone. There's one that looks like Scooby-Doo. There's another that looks like Snidely Whiplash with Muttley perched on his shoulder. <laughs> what am I looking at? 
Uh, we don't know. Uh, we're about to ask you. These are cartoon characters. Are these your gods? No. no. What's just, a cartoon? What's a cartoon? God, I gotta explain everything. Um, <laughs> they're uh, made-up fantasy characters. They're not real. Huh. There's something people draw and make move. Oh. Mm. I don't know why there's statues of them, though. Well. Uh, Do they have any significance to each other? They're all by Hanna-Barbera. Oh. This Hanna-Barbarian. <laughs> not Barbarian. He's not Barbarian. <laughs> does he capture these... Does he capture their essences and then put them into statues? Is that... That sounds very barbaric. I mean... Sure. It's not barbarian. So we need to we need to defeat this kind of barbarian, and we will we will be we'll free these these creatures trapped in these stone walls. Right? Uh, Hanna Barbera has been dead for a long time. What? It's the ghost of Hanna Barbarian. I don't think that's what's happening here. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> while you guys are having this discussion, Ken just kind of walks around to the far corner of the room, and he's sniffing it. Well, it looks like a rucksack that's <laughs> hidden in the shadows in the corner oh. of the room. Hmm. Ken, are you sniffing that sack? What's what's in that sack, Ken? Ken sits back, <laughs> looks back over his shoulder at you, and just kind of shakes his head. <laughs> <laughs> and he points like a pointer dog at the rucksack. Okay. Uh, There's a latch that he cannot open because he does not have a postal. <laughs> I walk over there and I, I open it. So you open up the little rucksack, and inside you find a leather-bound journal. Yeah, let's see what this says. So you open it up, and the pages are filled with dense writing, like 10-point font crammed together, hundreds of words per page. Someone's having a manic episode. Yet all the writing is meticulously written, not like the ramblings of a madman, but a collection of thoughts gathered over many, many years. Okay. And... As you open up the first page, the journal appears to be the journal of the Lord Magician. The Lord Magician. the guy we're looking Magician. for. Right? Man, was I'm he assuming so. Cartoon characters. Are there any magicians in any of those Well, we have magicians. Cartoons? But, well, none of the cartoons, but we have magicians, but they're not good. So, this Hanna-Barbarian has helped held these magicians captive. No, I don't think that. Uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, read it. So you look through it, most of it's pretty boring, like day-to-day stuff about running Aloha. But on the last few pages, you do find the last note that was written. And it says this. All around me are familiar faces. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that one on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what it says in the journal. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> one sentence. <laughs> I've been here for too long, spent too much time with these friends. They don't give me the same kind of joy they did when I was a child. Don't let them know that. They're so sensitive. I have to go somewhere else. To one of my other sanctuaries. I have friends all over. Maybe they can quiet my frayed nerves. If you really must find me, follow these simple directions. 
Take a shallow, oblong glass bowl and fill with three scoops of ice cream. One vanilla, one strawberry, and the last chocolate. Next, peel and slice a banana down the middle. Place a banana slice on either side of the ice cream scoops. Garnish with hot fudge and nuts. Whipped cream and sprinkles optional. Button courage. I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds delicious. Uh, you guys have never actually heard of a banana. Uh, do we have ice cream? You probably have something similar. Yeah, but it's all But like, I feel like you would know it more than I would. Yeah. So where can we get ice cream? Uh, you guys don't know what he's what this thing what? is. It's a dessert. Uh-huh. We have those. Made with milk. Mm-hmm. We have that. Okay, okay. Um, I've never made ice cream, so I don't know how I'm going to do this. Uh, maybe we should find somebody who can make food. Uh, well, uh, I don't know how to make this ice cream you speak of. Does the wizard have a fridge? What? <laughs> <laughs> you just, you know you're just speaking gibberish. <laughs> I'm looking for a right? A place that keeps things cold. Oh, a cellar? Yes. I think these are recipes for a sundae and a banana split. What? Okay, you two can now make uh, intelligence checks. Eleven. Fourteen. Okay, so the word split does mean something to you a little bit. There's a place called Split Valley that's... All ways away from here. Is this for like from Split Valley? Was this originally from Split oh, Valley? Oh, maybe it's a delicacy from Split Valley. Okay, yeah. I think we're on to something. Can we can we go there? How far away is it? Uh, it's, a little, it's a little far. It's a little uh, far. And Split I mean, Valley is go. a literal valley. It's very large. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's a valley. It's called a Split Valley because it splits the... It splits two different earth. yellow... Two different rivers. The it's, Yellow River... And the White River. It splits the Yellow River and the White River in half. Yeah, let's let's go. Huzzah! <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah! That's the thing we word. say. Let's, let's go. God. Let's go. This wizard. Down to Split Valley. We're going to Split Valley. Well, as you are turning here to first. leave, you actually hear the front door to the den open. And the bookcase slides closed a little bit. There's still a little bit of a crack that you can peer through. But it appears that someone has entered. And you hear heavy breathing and footsteps approaching. Hide, hide. I need to see who this is. Okay. I peer through the little slit. So you walk up and you peer through the little slit in the door. And you see two creatures, which are about, each about well over six foot, like six six. Um, they're humanoid, two arms, two legs, but uh, they're covered in fur. They have big, wide faces that look like a big slobbering bulldog almost, with two kind of broken teeth coming up from their lower jaw over the top of their lips. and. They, uh, there's just like saliva streaming from the corners of their mouths because the, their teeth are just in the way they can't close their mouth all the way. Do we recognize them at all? They are called skulls. 
Oh, these are the sklungs. The sklungs. And, uh, yeah. Shoot, they're sklungs. You know them as kind of marauders slash close to bad guys. Yeah. Um, and they start searching through the room. And one of them says, If we find where the Lord Magician is going, we gotta tell Baron. Because that's what he wants. Are they armed? They are carrying archaic weapons like uh, swords and bows and okay. stuff. <laughs> They're back in the heat. They both got Uzis. They <laughs> 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 we like, They're armed with archaic weapons. <laughs> I just thought. <laughs> <laughs> M60. <laughs> anyway, um, I have an idea. I start slowly opening the door. Okay. And I, I, s- follow his lead. <laughs> I sneak around. I guess you aren't going to follow me. I mean, are, are we sneaking? Is that this? Are you? I'm sneaking around them. Okay. okay. Towards the old bookcase from before. All right. So you're actually pushing open the bookcase. So yeah. you can like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and I'm, if- on my cue. Run for the door. Okay, so first, can you make a stealth check for me? All right. That is a d20 plus your dexterity modifier. 12. He, did you add plus a dex? Oh, sorry. Dexterity. You add 14. So the plus is what you add yeah. to the dice. Right, so 14. No, no, no. no. Your plus... Plus two. Whatever. Plus two. Yeah, so no, you're 14. 14. Oh, sorry. Oh, so it's still 14. <laughs> <laughs> because, because I was not looking at me. I know. I wasn't looking at your dice. I only saw your deck, which is 14. I was like, no, because that's what I, I used to add the 14 oh, okay. to everything. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> okay, do we, have to, do we have to do stealth checks? If as well, you guys or? aren't moving, he's just like taking the action. I'm only going to. Have him roll okay. For okay. But as but, soon as we get the signal, we're gonna da- we're gonna run for the. So door. the sklungs are just like tearing through the yeah. clothing, chest of clothing. One of them's just like digging like a dog in the ashes <laughs> in the fireplace. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fine. But they don't seem to notice you as you push open the bookcase and start reaching around to the right. other side. I reach for Fahrenheit 451. Okay. <laughs> and I pull it. <laughs> and the fireplace roars to life as this. Sklung is digging through it and ignites his upper half. <laughs> yes. And the right. roaring flames actually pour out the front of the fireplace and over the mantle, and the room is immediately filled with this immense heat. And you can tell that a fire is very quickly going to spread. I'm just going to actually, instead of moving, I'm I'm assuming that Doug's like come out and is and is kind of in half cover, like. Uh, you're reaching around. reaching around. I'm gonna grab him by the back of his shirt and just pull him back in and shut the door again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or shut the bookcase and then I think I'm assuming we're just gonna. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So you pull Doug back and close the door and you hear <laughs> as the sklungs are angrily trying to figure out what the heck just happened. The sklungs are looking around the room. One of them grabs like some cloth and is trying to bat out the other one that's on fire <laughs> in the fireplace. Um, another one uh, like takes out his water and he starts dumping on it and you see one of the sklungs run over to the bookcase and he's like, we gotta find the Lord Magician's journal. 
and he clicks on one of the books. You don't see which one it is, but he suddenly blinks out of existence, and he's back at the front door. He's like, oh, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) So he runs back over to the the bookcase again, and he pulls on it one more time, and he blinks and reappears by the front door. Hey, what do you think? She's going home, right? No. And the other ones turn to him and they're like, Hey, get back to work and find the Lord Magician's channel. Have they got the fire out for the most part? Uh, still no, the fire, is, the fire is still going. Okay. It's still okay. spreading. Okay. I'm just gonna, I mean, I think we should just wait it out because I think... They're gonna figure out how to get in here. They're gonna kill us. Are they, though? I mean... <laughs> Can I? Sklums are pretty dull. <laughs> they might be, but it can be I accidental. Know, I know this is the first time you've encountered a sklung, but they're, like, not the brightest. So I think, like, they might just stick around until the fire gets too much, and then the fire's just going to take them. That's what I'm hoping, because right now it doesn't seem like the fire's coming back this way. I guess you're right. And when the sklung says, Water, we need water! And then the sklung who kept pulling on one of the books runs over and he's like, Yeah, flood, that's water. (laughs) 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 And he pulls pulls on the book and water begins to pour from the ceiling. Oh my god. And sprays all over them. It puts out the fire, but it starts rising. It starts rising. (laughs) And then it starts to pour through the crack in the door into your Ah, portion. shit. Oh, ah, shit. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, no. Okay, this is a bad idea. Well, it looks like we're just going to have to... So is it like the books are out? Like, they're just, like... So they pull, like, halfway up. Yeah. Then. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, well... Do you guys have water powers? No. No. Uh... Well, we're gonna have to. I think we're gonna have to make make a break for that door. Which one was the one that he was pulling? Do you know which one that kept making him go back, taking him to the door? Yeah. Wait. It must be Slaughterhouse Five. Let's give it a shot. Amidst the confusion and amidst the all the chaos, <laughs> you jump up onto Doug's shoulder as he reaches around and he pulls out Slaughterhouse 5, which creates a time loop, just like in Slaughterhouse 5, and you jump back to the front door. Amazing. Let's cheese it. Let's go! (laughs) (laughs) Open the door. Slam it. So you open the door and just a rush of water slams you out, and then it slams the door closed behind you, and you see one of the Skullung's faces like pop up in the little window. Wait, Ken? Did Ken come with us? You see the fox walk out and shake off the water. Oh man, Ken, good job you made it. I thought you were trapped in there with those sklungs. They stink. And the water slowly rises (laughs) up the window as the sklung is just pounding on the door. Are they dying? Don't think about it. (laughs) We gotta go. So get out of here. Sklongs, yeah. sklongs are bad news. So we head towards Split Valley. Yeah, let's run in that. I start running in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> Just run that way. <laughs> and that's where we'll close out this episode of Dice Try. 
Thank you for listening to Dice Try. I'm your host, Daniel Schaub, and this episode's cast has included Paul Dixon, Earl Kim, and Crystal Llewellyn. This production has been edited by Gabriel Toya Melendez with special music provided by Glenn Davis. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dice Try Podcast. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and review. Would they be triggered by the word ice cream, though? Yeah. It'd be like icy cream. You put it cream. Wild. No. No, that wouldn't trigger anything. Is this where it comes from? Maybe we'll find ice cream in, in Split Valley? I guess. Where, how Does far ice cream come from the sky? Does it grow on the ground? Does it come out of a cow? Yes. It comes out of a cow, milk. Yeah. Oh, so it's made out of milk.